This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 372 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I have a question for you. I want to know how many crisis parties do we need to get for Brett to do a show without a hat on? It's, it's uh, haram. It's not happening. It's, uh, well, we'd have to see. There's no amount. There's uh, look. I just I, pitch one. Just I, do it. I, I don't want to pitch one. It's it's uh, any any amount you pitch for that is always um, always feels like too much. But I, I like my hat. I like to have my We've hat. We've surprised on. ourselves yeah. before. That is true. How about how about this? Yeah. If we get to seven crisis parties, then Brett will do the next show without a hat on. Uh, people are saying five. People are five? saying five. Want to do five? Uh, fine. If five. we're serious, yes. Okay, we'll stick with five. Fine. We will. We'll say five. If they do five crisis parties, great. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll do the show without a hat on. Otherwise, my hat stays we firmly could swap. covered. Yeah, How about my... I wear a hat? Yes, don't. That, that's and you I've have... worn a hat on the show before, though. And you have to wear glasses too. Your and glasses. Yeah. I'll I'll do that. I'll wear my fake glasses that you hate. Now they're now they're saying uh, now up? they're saying seven. Uh, we'll stick with five. So five. Most that people to are be saying the... five. So we'll we'll stick with five. If we get to five crisis parties, uh, I will do tomorrow without a gla without a hat. I can't do no glasses, my friend. Otherwise, I can't yeah, see what would... I'm doing. I, I literally, I'd be like this, I'd be like that would literally be an impairment. <laughs> I'd be like today on. It would literally be like today on the show. We're yes. gonna talk about. I don't know what that says. Mary, could you read what that says? I wouldn't be able to do the show without my contacts. <laughs> I can't. To be fair. I, I can't wear contacts. I can't touch my eye. I, that's what I me. thought. Yeah. But I I toughened up and I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. You, and you broke the glass ceiling. If yeah. of gla The glass is ceiling. Mm -hmm. That's what you did. <laughs> Uh, so yes, you have your number, guys. People are people are saying it in the chat. Okay. So that's what. You, oh, oh, it's crap. settled. Here we go. We're on oh, our way. Here we go. Eretes, uh oh, oh says okay, and now uh, two hundred. Thank you, my friend. He was like, that. I bet, <laughs> bet. So we're we're already Let's on our go. way, and now I have to make sure. Yep. See, the crisis meter has. Everyone's gonna there. see that you're bald. No, what, he, no, no. Brett's not so, bald, no. but weirdly just insists on wearing a hat all the time. I I I love. Love my my hats. Look, it actually. But you just got a nice from, haircut too. It's uh, it, it comes from um. So Tim needs better insurance so Brett can see. I I can <laughs> see. Like I, I have insurance. They I want just, you to get LASIK. Uh, oh, I do. I want LASIK. Like that's what I was. There I are want risks. It. Like I, I don't know. know. I saw a fear mongering thread about LASIK <laughs> surgery over the weekend and thought like. Maybe this isn't such a good idea. Yeah, well, it's like I mean, for every couple of stories you hear of it going really, really well, you hear somebody who says like, like it someone reversed. killed themselves because they couldn't perceive red light anymore. Yeah, like, it's like they, okay. they they almost died at fifty stop signs, stoplights because the light kept turning red and they didn't notice it or something yeah. like that. That's I'm making that up. The, no, like the more nightmarish scenario, yeah. 
is not being able to like get the the brain the happy chemicals in your brain anymore because you can't get sunlight that is sad to absorb in your eye that is sad I, yeah I, I that's to... worse thank you guys and did you see that yesterday my my call back for ian brought him home it did he's it back he's back it worked guys uh we have a bunch of stuff to talk about today we are going to talk about johnny depp we're going to talk about johnny depp he is being uh, protested at Cannes Film Festival by a bunch of losers, <laughs> loser actors who apparently don't pay attention to the news or even do the slightest bit of research because they're wearing Amber Heard shirts. They're which, in France. Yeah. They're probably at least two years behind all the news. Yeah, maybe that, that could be it. Or maybe they're just so egotistical they, they don't realize that what they're doing is wrong. Aren't, the, aren't French the ones that are supposed to be really confident? Uh I don't know. I, I, they have a stereotype of being jerks. Uh, chat, let me know. Is is uh, are are people in France typically very confident, overly confident? I feel like that's something I've heard before. So uh, we're also going to talk about a play called Tambo and Bones, which is promoting segregation with extra steps. Uh, mm -hmm. They're having what are called blackout nights, uh, a blackout night, where they're trying to avoid the white gaze while doing a play that is a satire on race relations. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Harrison Ford being de-aged and talking about de-aging technology, but more importantly we're going to talk about the fact that the entirety of the indiana jones franchise has scored higher on the on the rotten tomatoes list than the newest film the newest film is the lowest they have we have another one from true right. d jones thank uh, you oh man uh, it's almost guaranteed it's, gonna happen now should have done seven uh, <laughs> it's like that that meme when somebody says like that it's like jokes on you i would have gone twice as high <laughs> i guess i, sh I should have said i should have said more so now you'll be gambling in your head yeah so we're gonna do that we're gonna talk about harrison ford and the fact that that we movie's not doing very well from oh. perturbed alpaca Below the shoulder length bleach blonde wig for Brett, fake beard for Mary, no wig, just deal with the beard getting in your hair. Also, I'd absolutely donate to a Brett LASIK fund. That I might have to set up someday. I, I never have... consented yeah. to wearing a fake beard. Yeah. This is this is just for me. This is, this is a Brett wager. Um, You're gonna yeah. have to come up with your own wager for me. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna talk about that, and we're gonna talk about the TikTok home invasion menace, Mizzy. Uh, uh, secret Mizzy is his name. He's surrendered himself. Not so secret. <laughs> no, the, the crime spree has come to an end temporarily. And we're going to talk about that because he's getting everything he wanted. He's getting all the attention that he wanted. But before we get started, guys, could you hit the like button on this video and subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already. We have passed 61,000 subscribers. So thank you very much for that. And yes, we are already very close to a, a whole show tomorrow without <laughs> me, with me not wearing a hat. Uh, and subscribe to the channel. Remember, all Super Chats, $20 and over. Don't just go to the Brett, the Hatless Brett Fund. It also, we will interrupt the discussion. We will read them on air right then and there. And then we will do our very best to get right back onto the point of discussion. So if you are ready, Mary, we will just get right into it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's get into it. So first things first, I want to laugh at at uh, Jeff Bezos for just a just a quick second. So we always he is love engaged. Doing that. <laughs> I, I do. I do. He's engaged, and he looks like he's having the time of his life. Uh, but he's out for a, a, a stroll out at Cannes. Maybe he was protesting Johnny Depp, and he stopped to talk to his new fiance. It's been four years since he divorced his ex-wife. 
How long has he been dating this woman, Lauren? Uh, I, I think it's a, a couple of years, like two years okay. or something like that. Uh, and she's got a $2.5 million ring on her finger. So must it would be, be nice. It would be really funny if he just got a totally normal budget ring. <laughs> he, just, he stops at a store and gets her a ring pop. Like you're already dating Jeff Bezos. You yeah. can't really ask for more. Do you really need the bigger ring? Do you really need the you bigger need ring? need that yeah. in your life? I, I, would, I personally would not care yeah. at all. And and I'm I'm gonna tell you right now I feel like uh, I, I feel like she looks like the type I think he likes to be yelled at by her in bed you know I, I really she looks authoritarian she looks like she, she tells looks, him what to do she looks like a sex cyborg to me sign me up is two point five million equivalent to three months salary for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Absolutely not. He shortchanged her. I here. still remember. I still remember when those ads would come out for like, I, they, they, this might have, I don't know if this is like a Minnesota. Total capitalist scam. I don't know if this was like a Minnesota only jeweler, <laughs> but there was some jewelry like company that would have these ads that would say like, it was talking about why you should buy the ring, all the reasons it's special. And it says, what else is worth three, like three months salary to, to give to somebody you love? I'm like, yeah, what the hell is worth three months salary to just give to a person you love? You can always, this is, this is what I don't understand. You can get a cheap one at the beginning of your marriage. Thank you, Thank you. guys. And then just get a new one later on when you have more money. Yeah. He just goes in. Well, cause like, then there's the ring size. Yeah. You know, like, do you think he like. She's gonna like drop this down a drain and he'll pay her forever. Like, or is the thing like, um, for somebody like him, like, I guess if they're living together, he can like covertly go into her jewelry box and like look at her rings to get the ring size? Uh, is that something probably, you can do? Yeah. Like, because it's like one of those things where it's like, what do you do? You're like, oh, whoops, I've well, got a tape measure. You resize it. You resize it. Yeah, but like, how does it feel that Lauren Sanchez's engagement ring is worth more than someone would pay a, a hitman to kill you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is sad that I'm not worth. I'm not worth the. My life is not worth that of Lauren Sanchez's <laughs> ring. That's that's just sad. That's just sad. She she looks like um like she would yell Modern Family quotes at him while they were having sex. She would want an engagement island. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, what else is worth three months of Jeff Bezos's salary? I I can't think of anything else. Jeff he he buys like is he is he, he, makes he so like two point five million dollars a minute? Yeah. Is he so rich that he could buy Epstein's island as like a fixer upper? Whoever yeah who who <laughs> took over that island? What happened to Little St James? He, he could he could just buy it. He's like. Like the realtors, like it's got great potential, uh, you know, it's like, you know, sure. It's like selling a murder house. Yeah. Like that's, well, they have to, I believe the law says that you like, if you, if somebody. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. He dies on your property, at least in Minnesota, where I like, you have to disclose that someone died really? on that property. I mean, that's even of natural causes? I don't know, but like, I, I've ever told, oh my gosh, I've never told, I don't know if I've ever told this story on there. So I worked for an apartment complex, but also I, I lived in a different one, not the one that I worked at. And I'll, I'll never forget 
This is so clear in my mind. It was like one of those nights where you, normally I have a TV. I'm very ADHD. So I've got a TV on. I've got video games on. There's multiple you sounds. You cannot hear your thoughts. No, you cannot. <laughs> there was one night where I was just, I, I was just, everything was paused. I was just scrolling my phone. No music playing. You know me. I usually have a headphone in one ear. And I just hear a thump. And that like from above me. And then the next day I find out that the lady who lived above me died like that she night fell to the she ground. fell and she was so she was she literally got up and had a heart attack and, and fell over and died and i was like that's depressing yeah because i was like it could have been any that's not, it didn't sound necessarily like a, no yeah i thought like, it was gonna be a ghost story i was prepared to like no it was laugh. like well i'm just saying i don't remember i don't know if they had to disclose that because it was she was old so it was natural causes or they it was ruled as natural causes it's not like there was foul play involved or anything like that but yeah i didn't find out till the next day what had happened it just sounded like something fell over and it was yeah very very sad yikes so, yeah not not cool so jeff bezos get that prenup bro my favorite was when bill gates got when bill gates got divorced somebody had like a, a computer screen like a tv that had you know where you like hdmi your computer uh -huh. and only half the tv was working so like there was only a, a window screen on half it says bezos or like Gates's wife already taken half like cause half the screen is blank like she just took half of your Windows operating system yeah half of his soul yep all right uh, if you were wondering whether Netflix was going to be making more action movies they are because Arnold uh, Big Arnie as I call him because you're not supposed to say his last name because you can get clipped uh, you're just baiting what, people the, to clip you at I, that point I know right uh, so he has been hired as their chief action officer Chief Action Officer, and they're, they're, they're promoting the fact that Extraction 2 is coming out, The Witcher, which, you know, that's a, that's a whole kit and caboodle in and of itself, and Gal Gadot's movie, Heart of Stone, which I just watched the trailer for, and it looks about as soulless as Citadel or The Gray Man, but with the charm of Gal Gadot's smile, and Gal Gadot's smile, let's face it, goes a long way. Did you like The Mother? No, oh, man. The, the Mother is in my top five worst movies maybe I've ever seen. Oh, darn. It's, okay. See, guys, oh, you were out of town yes. when I reviewed that. Yes. No, I, I hated it so much. I came up here at 1.30 in the morning and, and just talked to the camera for like 20 minutes and then had to edit it down because it was so awful. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, like every scene. Okay, Jennifer Lopez. She looks, because her character is supposed to be the stoic, no-nonsense, like, you know, emotionless assassin type lady, she just the whole time looks like she just walked out of a room where Ben Affleck said something that pissed her off. Yeah. She's just like, her lips are all severe the whole time. She was not even acting. No, no, she's just, they're like, the director was like, yes, yes, your daughter, you have a daughter and you're protecting her and that's lovely, but what I need from your face is, I need you to tell me that Ben Affleck just said that he doesn't want to buy this villa. He doesn't so, want to buy this villa from you. She never showed distress. Yeah. But I mean, she in she the movie? she pulls a small bit of it at the end of the film. There's a that's little weird. bit of it at the end of the film that's actually quite well done. But you were about an hour past when you should have seen a little bit from her beyond just stoic. The whole yeah. movie's awful. I actually can't really it put should, into words the, the how awful. The distress should be at the beginning, and yeah. then she braces herself yeah. for the action that comes next. Yes, it's it's not good. It's it's really it's really really bad. Weird. Uh, yeah, they're they're making fun of me for the fact that I hated that movie so much. It was so bad. Uh, but yeah, so in I I do I think we'll review Heart of Stone to see if maybe Gal. Well, I I do want to review Extraction and Heart of Stone. They're okay. movies, so they're not long winded affairs. 
so we'll be able to do them and then hopefully get those reviews done either before the I show. I have low expectations as always. Yeah. Well, the, the, the first Extraction movie is actually really, really good because it's a lot in the same vein as The Mother, but far more competently done as far as the action scenes. And let's face it, Chris, Chris Hemsworth is just a more believable action guy mm-hmm. than Petite Jennifer Lopez. Like when they're doing the chase scenes, it's, it's painfully obvious when it's clearly like somebody that's not Jennifer Lopez. Like they put a motorcycle helmet on her just so that you can hide the fact that she's not on screen anymore. Like that it's, they're like. It being unrealistic, yeah. it doesn't bother me as much as it like just not being, uh, her not putting enough effort into acting. Yeah. Like Kill Bill isn't realistic. We love Kill Bill though. But that's considered a good action movie led by a female star. In the chat, someone says, no Luke, we puke. Well, Luke has never been on this show, so I don't know how you can promote such what are you a. Expecting? Wouldn't that be nice, though? Like I, like I, I, like he one time, one time we were like everyone was out to dinner, and he's like, "What should I watch?" Like he's like looking for a recommendation <laughs> on like what to watch wow. from Hollywood, and I was like, I mean, not really anything, not not anything new. <laughs> this is like very very little in the way. I told him to watch Reacher. I told him to watch Reacher because of uh, Alan Richardson. So. Yeah. All right. So Arnie is going to be their new chief action officer, which means I want to be the chief. Like, what would you be? You'd be like the chief Twilight officer. Like, what is that a thing? Like um, Roma, like uh, mm, chief C.S. Lewis adaptation officer. Yeah. Why haven't they done that? That there you go. Chief. If, if they do it now, yeah. I, I don't want them to adapt C.S. Lewis novels because they'll. If they do it now, they'll just massively royally screw it up. So. Yeah, it would not be good. It's like, did anybody in the chat ever see the um, the Atlas Shrugged movies? I, no. I've heard they're amongst the worst things ever made in Hollywood. Like, like yeah. audiences and fans alike hate them. So okay. you know. All right, guys. A couple of other things. Who was the one that sold bathwater? Belle Delphine. Belle Delphine. Well, now she actually followed me on Instagram recently. Isn't awesome. that strange? That's amazing. Maybe I, she like, wants to go on whatever. I made sure it was you. the real account. Maybe <laughs> you should. Do, well, you're you're coming up in the world, so like I wasn't may, about to follow back. Maybe <laughs> I'm not really interested in that content. Maybe she. Uh, maybe she wants to go on whatever and argue with you. Maybe that could be what it is. Well, if you don't want to go the Belle Delphine route, if you don't want to prostrate, you know, prostitute yourself through bathwater, you can just go to a Taylor Swift concert in the rain. Yes. Because there are there are fans who are selling. $250 jars of Taylor Swift concert rain. Is it, do they make fake rain or is it just actual rainwater? It's like, is it something that you can check, like pH balance or I something also, like that? I, I was looking at uh, some video, like a fan cam they posted where she does like this dance on a chair. And look, it's supposed to be like sexy, okay? And listen, t- I'm not going to sit here and dispute that Taylor Swift is hot, beautiful, eight, 10 out of 10, if I, if you ask me. Yeah. But she is, like, so sexless and, like, stiff Yeah. that it was impossible to believe that. Do you remember her? The, <clears throat> the first time, like, we, like, one of the first times we talked, I pointed out, like, there's the video of her from when she first did Should Have Said No at, like, the Country Music Awards. And she's dancing in the rain, and her, she looks like she, her arms are on rivets. Like, yeah. she's, like... Yeah. Her body, like, and that's not like there's like she's gotten better since then, but like, it's just she's just very she's such a product that it's hard to see her as sexy. In that in the, in that, that way, she's gorgeous. She is sexy, but I'm saying she doesn't act that way. No. In fact, the sexiest thing about her is that she doesn't act that way. 
most of the time, right? Like her, like she's beautiful on her own. Her sex appeal is in the fact that she looks like a gorgeous girl next door. The con- like a 10 out of 10 girl next door. The contrived sexiness is yeah. like more of a, yeah. a, like a turn off for any audience. I think like only middle schoolers and, and high schoolers would think of that as like yeah. saucy. <laughs> Uh, Olivia Claire says Brett drinks hot dog water. That is disgusting. Is this have true? you ever seen that? Have are you, ever, are no. you going to? There's a meme that I like to share with everyone. This? It's it says like it's it's an old meme where somebody says like I ser- like I freeze hot dog water and serve it to guests oh I don't gosh. like, and then it tr- it becomes the meme of uh, Skeletor going, "What the fuck?" Did you see the uh, the video of the guy who ate one hot dog every era of the eras tour? He ate like ten hot dogs in the concert. Like, well, I mean, that's that's uh, not. There's people who win hot dog eating contests that win that eat dozens. And he know. like was recording himself dancing and eating his hot dogs yeah. <laughs> at the concert. Somebody uh, in the chat, J D B Fortney says, uh, "Swift, good looking, sexy, are uh, rolling on the floor laughing." I she's I obviously I very she's, good looking. She's a she's a very attractive. I wouldn't woman. call her like a. a a sex symbol. No, she's not. She's not a sex symbol, but she's obviously like extremely attractive. Imagine you hear she like she's like trying to do foreplay with you, and all you can hear is just like the song she's gonna write about you, and it doesn't work out. Mm. It's just something annoying with like her annoying fans. Maddie and... Healy was right. Dating Taylor Swift is emasculating. Yes, it's like I do love the song style though. I do love the song yeah. style and uh, and some others. So, all right, guys. So if you want Taylor Swift water, rainwater, uh, two hundred and fifty dollars. Are they going to, like, bless themselves with it? Oh, drink it? That's blasphemy, right? Yeah. That's super blasphemous. <laughs> like, it's like, what would, like, so instead of a, instead of a, a cross, it would be it like would be a, a... tea? Like a... <laughs> a tea? A teacup? <laughs> no, like, they, they oh, make the sign oh, of her initials. Like of her initials? It's, it's a T, it's a T-S. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, oh, man, I hate it already. <laughs> All right, guys. So a couple of other quick ones. According to Cosmic Book News, the Carl Urban as Johnny Cage rumor is all but a done deal. Obviously, there's no for sure confirmation yet, but he is apparently going to have to play an older version of the character because uh, I would have loved to have had The Miz play Johnny Cage. The Miz is a pro wrestler who would have perfectly por- portrayed the character of uh, of Johnny Cage, but they're just saying that uh, the final talks are being had, and that Taddy Gabriel uh, Gabrielle is in talks to play Jade. Uh, I don't know any. I've never seen anything that Taddy Gabriel is has been in, but uh, she's not what I pictured for the role. But it is what it is. What's you know? this video? Um, it's a brand ambassador thing. We've got more to do with that tomorrow. Okay, just <laughs> worse brand ambassador. Yes. So, all right, guys. Before we get fully started, I want to rant. Just a little bit. So, if you don't know, they are making a 10th Fast and the Furious movie. It's getting a sequel. It's getting part two of Fast X. You so can't it's Fast have X 10.2. 10 10 I totally can. So, we are getting Fast X 2. I don't know if that's actually what they're going to call it, but this is going to wrap up the series, supposedly. I heard separately that it was supposed to be a three-part final, but apparently not. Please. So, Fast X 1, Fast X 2. Go see Fast X. Uh, in, a, in a way, Critical Drinker did a review that better encapsulated all of my thoughts on the matter, So, but you should go see it. It's a hilariously good time at the movies. But here's the problem. Vin Diesel says that the Fast and the Furious spinoffs are still in the works, including a female-led Fast and the Furious movie. This is... I cannot stress... In enough words and with enough emphasis, 
what a horrible mistake this would be. And I'll tell you why. There's nothing wrong with actually making a female-led Fast and the Furious spinoff. The problem is this. You cannot advertise it. as it, There can be no her story or her There can be none of that. If you want to have a woman lead this film, that's fine. I think that there's a better argument here to be made that what they need to do is pick certain characters that logically fit together and make spinoffs about them. So if you've watched the movies, that would be like Tej, Roman, and Ramsey going and making a movie together. And then, or, or say like Letty, like if you, if we're talking female lead, Ramsey's a girl from the previous one, but she hasn't been in them enough to be, to justify being a lead in one of these films. But Letty could theoretically lead one of these movies. I actually do believe that Michelle Rodriguez is probably one of more, the, the more believable action women in Hollywood right now. Like in Fast 8 and 9, she was the only one of the women that looked like she was in like actual action shape from what I remember. Okay. Like she actually had some muscle tone and everything, and she kind of pulls it off. But what you'd do is you'd have Letty, Cypher, Hobbs, and Mr. Nobody, that could be a movie, or you do Han, Shaw, Tess, or, or Giselle, which would be um, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel, Gal Gadot, and then um, either Little Mr. Nobody, which is Scott Eastwood's character, or one of the other guys from there. Here's the problem. If you're gonna have a female-led version, you have to pick the exact right woman to lead it, and you cannot you cannot advertise it as a female-led film. What they will never do, what they should do, have some balls and bring back Gina Carano mm. and let her lead one. That would be incredible. But if you're not going to do that, which I know they won't, uh, what they would do is they, first of all, I liked Brie Larson in Fast 10. I thought she did perfectly fine. They kind of girl bossified her, though, because like... It wasn't that was, bad. It wasn't I, I that saw bad. in the trailer she was beating up men twice her size it's, it's the physics don't exist in this world if you have to suspend disbelief there she I she guess. doesn't she doesn't lecture people she's on dom's side and she doesn't become the center stage of the whole debacle right mm -hmm. she the, she doesn't over outshine the people who have been in the franchise for longer but my point is that you cannot let her lead a movie i don't care if i liked her in fast 10 you cannot let her lead a movie you've got michelle rodriguez as letty gal gadot could do it because gal gadot is a star you could have Gina Carano do it. You could theoretically have Charlize Theron do it, even though she's been a bad guy for three movies and it makes literally no sense given the fact that uh, she like offed Dom's ex. You can't, you can't do that, okay? But there's the problem is like in all of these films, it's fine. You just can't have it say... In a, in a world where Dominic Toretto blows up uh, cars and, and takes out spies, there were women. Like it can't be that. It cannot be about the women. It has to be about a bunch of characters that just so happen to right. have a woman with the main story. Do you realize that you're screaming into the void? Yes. And nothing you say will change the well, what it proves outcome, is, which is that it is going to be marketed that way. What it proves, no, no, it, it's, we don't necessarily know, also, know that. They could, they, we don't necessarily know that. Like Also, this just shows that they can't accept that it's a franchise with a male fan base. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This will prove, oh, we got a $20 one right there. He said, this is just <laughs> Final Fantasy X2. Okay, perfect. Um, look, uh, I am screaming into the void a bit, but what it is for me is that I make the comment a lot that every time Hollywood gets something right, it's a mistake, it's an accident, 
right? Like mm -hmm. every so often, one of these studios releases one movie that's fine, right? Amazon Prime releases a bunch of garbage like Citadel and all of these other shows, but every so often you get a Reacher or a Terminalist. It's not proof that they know what they're doing. It's proof that you throw a bunch of crap at the wall and it sticks. I don't think, the fa I don't think of the Fast and the Furious franchise as that. You've made 10 movies that very clearly embrace what they are and don't attempt to be anything else. They're not pandering to an audience that isn't theirs. They know exactly who comes to see these movies. So logically speaking, if you can keep that same tone and just make it a spin-off with a woman in the lead, that could be done. You could theoretically do that. I liked Hobbs and Shaw starring The Rock and Jason Statham. It was fine. I think that uh, any franchise that's 10 movies in doesn't need another addition. Yes, it does. Ne nor does it need any spinoffs. We're beyond the point of reanimating a corpse. It's not a corpse, though. 10th is the best since 7. Easily the best since 7. Okay. 8 and I didn't like, I, I thought nine, 8 was bleh. I thought 9 was actually kind of bad because of the self-referential humor. Like I really did not like the self-referential humor in nine. They still have self-referential humor in 10, but it's far more expertly written into the story in a way that doesn't take you out of what you're watching. The other thing they would have to do is like, you would have to make Dom cameo in all of the spinoffs. He has to show up for like five minutes to give them some magical MacGuffin that they need to solve whatever problem they're trying to figure out. In the chat, they're literally like, I do not know how Brett can have this much enthusiasm over one over one film I, franchise. I don't either. Guys, go watch the Critical Drinkers review of it. He takes all a lot of the points that I tried to make in my review and just does it in a way that's far more expertly done because he's a better talker than I am. He's better at articulating what it is. He basically says, he goes, just like, just like, he goes it's insane and I don't care. He's like, it <laughs> In, in a word, no, he goes, he basically says, like, in an industry that is now full of producers and actors trying to shove a message down your throat, one franchise that, that opts not to do that is fine. You're like, if you want to be the one franchise that chooses not to do that, people are gonna, are gonna gravitate towards it and go. I don't think it's not as simple of a dichotomy as that. I believe it why, is. why are our only choices? They're not. But I'm saying but this is just one of those choices. There should be other choices. There are films you've seen this year in the last couple of years that you did like. Like I would always rather uh, have a bullet train, which you could say is yeah. a happy mistake, than an addition to a franchise. I don't this. I didn't even think of um, I didn't even think of Bullet Train as like a summer blockbuster though. Like the only thing that made it feel like a summer blockbuster would have been Brad Pitt being in it and the fact that uh, like like it felt more people loved Bullet Train yeah. and it did really well. No, it it, it did fine. I'm saying, but that doesn't mean there isn't a place for something like this where people are still gravitating go gravitating towards it. In the capitalist economy, if people are willing to give you their money, there's a reason to make it. And I understand there's plenty of references to that of things that I don't like. Plenty of the Marvel movies still, I guess, kind of make money, but I have no interest in them. But I don't think that they shouldn't be made if they're going to, or at least at the very least, I understand why they get made, even if I don't like them, Okay. right? For this franchise, I still think that there's stories that could be told because of how they've branched out and what they've turned it into, that it's basically superheroes now. And it's not, as long as they don't try to intellectualize it or make it smart fair, and you, and you never release it any time other than summer or early spring, 
you know, there's there's something to be said for that. But I dare them. I'm going to dare them right now. Bring back Gina Carano. Bring and, and have her do it with Ronda Rousey and just have two MMA women beating up a bunch of men. I will watch that movie because at least Gina Carano is semi-believable in that role, even if the men are three times her size. I had a bunch of people, like, I posted a scene from the movie Haywire where she beats up uh, a guy, right? Okay. And everybody in the comments like, this is completely unrealistic. <laughs> this would never happen. He was just throwing his soul. I'm like, I know. I know. Neither is a magnetic spaceship sucking a car into it like, midair. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know it's not realistic. I don't care. It's fine. I'm just saying, guys, what, how they how they market it will tell us how much they actually know about their franchise. If they market it as like the first Fast and the Furious franchise to get girl bossed, then we've well, no, then we know that. Why do you think they came up with this idea in the first place? It's because of that. The, because of what? Because they don't know that impulse to. I mean, it could. Ju- I think it could be si- as simple as um, no, because it's Vin Diesel say, and Vin Diesel seems to want to give the audience what they want with these films. I think it could be as simple as saying like he just doesn't understand the connotation of what he's saying when he says female led. What a lot of people led that to believe was like an all female version. Like there was articles that said yeah. all female Fast and the Furious, which was not what it was. Okay. It was a female led version, which is different. That's not the same thing. That's what I'm saying. The marketing can't reflect that. And it shouldn't be all the women doing the uh, Avengers Endgame thing where they cheesily line up next to each other to fight Thanos. It has to be just a regular movie that's a spin off of the franchise that just happens to have a charismatic female actress as the lead character. And you cannot market it as that. Has to stay as family. Everything has to be family. Family, 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 forever. Nothing else. That's what it is. I couldn't care not, less. Now if they now if they start saying like uh um what, what's the term I keep hearing these days? Um uh not planned family. What's the, like um Wait, what? blended family. Oh. It's a blended family. <laughs> you hear that term all the time now. Guys, uh, I love the film. Uh, I make no apologies. I saw superhero superhero films are the best films in the chat saying that, Brett, you need to go see it again in 4DX. Yes. What does that mean? Uh, it's it's a different, I think it's audio. 4D is like, so it's uh, 3D. Does it like shake you yeah. around yeah, in your Yeah, like your, your chair and stuff moves and stuff like that. I don't know if we have that it's option amazing. around us. Also, guys, uh, I'm going to give some mild spoilers here about the film. So skip ahead a couple, two minutes if you if you don't want to be spoiled or if you love this. Um, they're saying, Brett, this isn't funny because I'm still going. I love it. Uh, apparently, Alan Richardson's character in that film was supposed to be played by Keanu Reeves. And the character has like a very cool double turn where he like you think he joins the good guys, but then he becomes a bad guy again. And it would have been very cool to see Keanu do that. Mm-hmm. Where like he's, he starts out as a bad guy and then he kind of very quickly joins the good guy's side. And even in the film, I'm like, well, that was a little fast for how much crap he was talking just 10 minutes ago but then he betrays them at the end and that would have been very cool to see Keanu play a good a bad guy becomes a good guy which leans into what everybody thinks of him and then immediately becomes a bad guy Claude Roth love watching you guys here's some money oh well thank you thanks thank you (laughs) uh okay guys uh I'm done I'm done they said how do you spoil a bad movie well it's not here's the thing buddy it's not a bad movie it's a good movie it's fun you should go see it all right, Mary, shall we get started? Yes. Uh, well, we still had cringe. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, have, we have cringe and we have cute of the day. All right, we'll do cringe first. Okay, cringe first? Okay. Uh, before we do yours, because yours is really good, I got one as well here. Uh, we got two cringes of the day here. Here's Julia Fox at Cannes Film Festival. Dare I look. Wearing a, uh, we- wearing a plastic poncho gown. Her stylist hates her. Hates her guts, dude. 
Like, and what's with the face paint? Yeah, she's been doing this more often recently. Like, between this and the condom I, outfit, does she just... Maybe what it is, maybe she's going to become a spokesperson for recycling. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Recycling condoms is a bad idea, though. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, thought, I thought it was funny for a second there. Uh, is it supposed to look like a wedding dress? I don't know. It's she just, looks like the corpse bride. It's very, it's very creepy. All right, let's show them what you, uh, what you have got found today. So yes. what, what do we got here? So this says, Twitch streamer turns herself into a diglet. Okay. Pokemon. Very good. Hey, chat. Hey, chat. I'm a plant. Yeah. Hey, chat. <laughs> um, Just thought I would leave that there. No you know, comment. You know. Thoughts? Um, this is the, the extent that people will go to to get viewership on twitch these days yeah, it gets worse we're gonna talk about way worse later people are on. saying like society is healing because twitch is on the downfall right now yeah it's uh not not my favorite it says that extra emily is goaded she's a dirty girl like the comments are exactly what you expect for something like this so all right uh now that you have cringed i do have some cute to share with you guys today. First is from Martin Short. Probably not the actor Martin Short. No. <laughs> uh, uh, on, tw on Twitter says, hashtag PCC Pets. Hi guys, this is Emily. She's awesome. It's Emily the Rat. Uh, a lot of people have rats. It's adorable. This is like the third uh, submission of rats. It's adorable. I'm not into rats. I think mice are cute. All right. And here, this is from SL on Twitter. It says, for uh, Brett Dasvik, here's my submission for hashtag PCCBets. Tika is, 11 year old for, uh, is our 11-year-old from Senegal. She's devious and has a supervillain laugh, but loves neck scratches and treats. That's oh an goodness. amazing photo. Parrots scare me, to be honest. I'm a, I think it's adorable. And I'm going to like the post. I didn't like the post before. I saved it, but I didn't like the post. I love that first. That first picture is fantastic. I'm a, I, I enjoy that one. All right. Let's do one more. Very cute. And this is from Garrett Natoli on Twitter. Says, my best friend, the Mighty Quinn. <laughs> that's an amazing picture. I like chubby cheeks. That's adorable. But this is that's <laughs> very good. It's posing. But here's the best one. MAGA dog. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He looks, I mean, he, to be fair, he looks a little upset to be wearing the MAGA hat Yeah. in the photo, but you know, it could have just been a long day. You know, you're on the campaign trail. <laughs> Life is long. So, all Trump right. Dog. All right. Let us move on. So let's get started, Mary. Let's talk about Johnny Depp. Yes. Uh, so there was a film at Cannes that premiered and they decided to distract from the film itself with members of the cast and crew wearing t-shirts of Amber Heard's face. Uh, it's called La Revisement, and they basically printed these on Redbubble Here's and a, here, decided to seek attention wearing these instead of making a good movie. Here is the the picture right there. Yeah. These, these are the crew members, but there were members of the cast as well wearing other ones. Yes. Um, and I went to the subreddit Dep Delusion and saw people praising this. One just said, I love women. Another one said, uh, this is incredible. I wish I could thank them for their bravery. Another person said, uh, Hollywood could never. Yeah. And I just think this is something that people do when they can't get 
uh, positive attention yeah. for their movie and instead they want American press. I do want to play this again very, very quickly. Just, just. What the fuck are you talking about? And I, I watched you lie. You. And then I, I didn't punch you, and by the I... way. You, I'm sorry that I didn't uh, you, uh, uh, hit you me. across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. Babe, you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You, you know, you, even a lot of fights have been around a long time. I know. She also backhandedly called him old in, in that in, in that clip. You know, speaking of people yeah. no, age we... shaming Johnny Depp, I recently saw an article posted on uh, in Time magazine called "What Johnny Depp Has Become." That article was one of the worst things I've read in a very long time. Yeah, uh, let's just read some excerpts from the that. The level of delusion in it is almost shocking. Reading reports coming through about how uh, moved Johnny Depp was to have received such a warm welcome in Cannes only made me miserable. <laughs> The photos and footage of Depp on the red carpet don't make the story any happier. He looked to be pleased by the attention. How dare he be happy that people don't hate him anymore. <laughs> to see him looking as if all the life has been sucked out of him, not to mention the creeping jowlishness, the deepening frown lines and other physical indignities that come with getting older, is akin to watching a bird fall from the sky. Through birds, or no, though birds, unlike men, don't bring about their own downfall. This, imagine if they spoke this way about Amber Heard aging. You cannot talk about women aging this way. No. This is just straight up, like, shaming him for how he looks, which is not relevant to the point at hand. And people were also posting photos of his teeth because yeah. it looked like his teeth were, were rotting and, when and he was on the red carpet. So they were just shaming the way he looks. Shaming yeah. the fact that he was, like, kind of happy that people don't seem to hate his guts anymore. Yeah. Like, how dare he not, uh, how dare he feel a little bit of relief over the fact that, you know, he's no longer right. public enemy number one. Yeah, I also saw this quote from Can Chief Thierry Frameau. He defended their choice to kick off the festival showing his film Jean Dubarry. Which they then insult the movie. Yeah, But say did. the girl who plays Jean Dubarry was, was good because they can't insult women. Quote, if there's one person in this world who didn't find the least interest in this publicized trial, it's me. I don't care what it's about, and I care about Johnny Depp as an actor. The article said, Frameau's ostrich head in the sand act is so disingenuous. What about Diglett head in the sand yeah, act? Yeah, he was a Diglett. Yeah. Um, but they asked Johnny Depp at the press conference for this film how he felt uh, about being boycotted by Hollywood, because he said that, during the defamation trial um, with the Sun mm -hmm. in 2021, and he responded, uh, "You'd have to not have a pulse at that point to feel like none of this is happening. This actually is just a weird joke. You've been asleep for 35 years. Of course, you know when you're asked to resign from a film you're doing because of something that is merely a bunch of vowels and consonants floating in the air. Yeah, you feel a bit boycotted. Do I feel boycotted now? No, not at all. But I don't feel boycotted by Hollywood because I don't." think about it i don't think about hollywood i don't have much further need for hollywood he's not wrong like he like he doesn't really need it i think clearing his name had nothing to do with hollywood it was more about the general press i guess his endorsement deals was like didn't he just sign like a new deal with dior that's like enormous yeah they brought him back because they originally dropped him yeah. from uh his brand deal no i thought them. dior was the one that stood by him no they they dropped him and then brought him back oh, which is even worse i okay. feel like he shouldn't have taken it taken that deal again yeah um so that's that seems like less dignified yeah 
It's sort of like how Disney dropped him and then I offered him swore, a, I could have swore that he, I, I could have swore Dior stuck with him. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, they brought him back. I saw more delusional comments from the herd heads on Reddit. I love herd heads. That's my new favorite term. <laughs> Another one said, good for them. If you've got to go to Cannes, at least show them that not everyone there worships their drunken wife beater star. See, look, look, I love the, the just, the, okay. Even if I'm to believe off the top of my head that maybe, maybe that's who he was and he, there's just conveniently no evidence that she was able to get of him doing that. At the very least, you don't celebrate her. You don't celebrate her, the spousal, the proven spousal abuser, the spousal abuser who brags about about beating you and how no. Oh yeah, I forgot. We have another clip. Just another reminder. Amber, I, I lost a finger, man. Come on. I had a. I had a. A mineral can, a jar, a can of mineral spirits thrown at my nose. I hate it when I get mineral cans thrown at my nose. She's a horrible person. And one of the people that planned to testify for Amber actually uh, stepped out of the trial yeah. because she heard those clips. There's a $20 one right there. Unusable Alpaca said a female-led fast movie could work if Michelle Rodriguez was the lead and Dom gets kidnapped or arrested and is about to be executed by the U.S. government. Oh, no kidnapped. perhaps the sister lead the team to get him back. No kidnapped. You cannot make him that vulnerable. And no, 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 no. Um, uh, like in custody? Yes, I could see that because he's already, there have been movies where he gets Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And now tomorrow I have to not wear a hat. Yes. No hat tomorrow, guys. You did it. Chat right. one. Chat, you guys, you guys win. Um, what is a mineral can? I don't even know what a mineral can is. Um, he was talking about uh, like a bottle of alcohol. Yeah, uh, like uh, like for, for this type of thing, like for the Johnny, or I'm sorry, for the, the Dom thing, there's already been things where he's been in custody and they've broken him out. So you could actually do that again. It's just you'd tell it from their perspective, not from his perspective, mm -hmm. like just as they get there. It would have to be a movie about them like planning to break him out, led by Letty and the sister. Okay. But then you have to explain why Paul Walker isn't there, why, why Brian isn't there. Just, it gets messy. Gets messy. Okay, continue. Uh, another herd supporter said they're braver than the faux Hollywood feminists who only make little squeaks when it impacts them directly. I think that they're referencing Brie Larson here. Yeah. Because she was asked about Johnny Depp at one of the press conferences and she just kind of dodged the question. Yeah. Which is a lot more grace than I would expect from Brie Larson, actually. But you guys covered that when I wasn't here, and yeah. what was you, your take on that? I mean, just like uh, say it again on Brie Larson's response. Oh, I, I thought it was hilarious. We did do a set. We did a full segment yes. on that. I I just love the indignation that some that some journalist dare do his job, and like actually ask a question that is kind of interesting mm -hmm. of her, and she's just kind of like, "Are you actually asking me that?" I think yeah, she was more insulted that they were asking a question that wasn't all about her. Yeah. <laughs> then she was trying to like stand in solidarity with amber or yeah. whatever like she really doesn't care so yeah. maybe they're right like she's a she's the she's a faux feminist. hollywood feminist she is she is um but like 
clearly they did this stunt because they don't have confidence that they can get press for their movie for its merits. And we're and we're playing right into their hands. You and I, we are doing that right now. I mean, it's yeah, our, it's our it job. It's our job. It's our job. <laughs> Um, but th this is this is what you do when you want attention from the Hollywood media, yeah. While at the same time deriding it, yeah. Um, they're just using the same apparatus. I really do just have to listen back to the old clips of of her saying that stuff. The amount of of hatred and derision in her voice is palpable. Like the 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 condescension and the and the, it's just so clear with every word she speaks that she doesn't believe that that she would ever be held accountable for her actions. I I will reiterate that I do not care about the truth of this situation. Uh, like who was in the wrong, who was in the right in the Depp versus Heard thing. Like I don't, I do not care even a little bit yeah. about who was uh, really the victim. I bet both of them were incredibly toxic to each other. And obviously like Johnny Depp isn't perfect and I'm not going to be like I'm not ride or die him. defending him. I'm not standing him. I'm I'm pushing back on her. I'm the idea yes. that these people could be that misinformed. Either either malicious or misinformed. Perhaps a little bit of both. If you if it's if it's misinformed, it means they're just too dumb to have looked at any of the trial coverage and seen the type of things that she'd said. Or they're malicious and they know the things that she said and they don't care because they know their shirts will get good press for the film. Will get I mean, press for the film. There is plenty of he said, she said evidence from both sides. Like Amber had written letters from Johnny Depp where he's apologizing for his monstrous actions toward her. He's an art nerd. I don't even know what he means by that. I'd I don't to, either. I'd have to know what he means by that. I just, all I they're know both like is that. that she actually brags about how no one will believe him if he if he turns him in and you don't get to be the feminist and you don't get to pretend to care about people and then talk like that in public like and pretend to be some well, type in of private uh, yeah. and talk well i'm saying you don't get to talk like you talk in public like you're some type of defender of people and then talk like that in private and expect me to take you seriously yeah you don't get to do that yeah after hearing the recordings that supporter of hers who was a me too activist said like i felt misled and i felt used by her yeah. and they're not friends anymore because of it so i mean i don't think that there is anything wrong with acknowledging that in situations of abuse there are like nuances and people can both be in the wrong i don't know why that is such a contentious point uh, I mean, I think in the age we live in now, it's it's very hard to to make a lot of the statements that people make because it makes somebody seem like the bad guy. Like they're like like saying that it happens is different from saying that it's yeah. okay. Um, another funny part of this is that someone quoted a review of this movie, uh, Le Ravismont, and they said, "quote Without ever passing judgment, this movie testifies and retraces the stages of a woman." perpetrating lies manipulation of relatives and breach of trust not even an, an abridged or exaggerated version this is like direct translated from the review of the movie yeah. it's basically a movie about amber heard <laughs> so they should have uh, just got her they should have just got her in to, to play the role in elon musk could, could have played a character in it the comedy writes itself what is it about Amber Heard that Elon Musk was attracted to other than... It, it, uh, I, I don't know. Other than her face? I don't... Does Elon Musk even look at what people look like? Like, I feel, I, I feel like he's got, like, some type of crazy chart when he's when he's picking the women that he's into. Like, like he turns it into a mathematical equation. It's, uh... Yeah, it's very hard to tell why he chooses his baby mamas. 
but he's picked ones from Hollywood and people from outside Hollywood who work for him too. So it's like uh, it's like on a scale of um, communist grimes to crapping the bed Amber Heard. How do you rate yourself? Like where yeah. where are you on the scale? Well, they're both crazy. It's just different types of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he clearly well, has a type. He well or, or like yeah like depending on the day of the week that ends he's like I'm in the mood for this type of crazy. He's into Taylor this, this week. Yes. Well, you know he's he buys. I want to see the Musk Swift dynasty. He's the one who buys all the rainwater. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like oh my gosh and I, I need to feel close to her so yeah. he buys all of the two hundred and fifty dollar jars of Taylor Swift concert rainwater. He definitely has the money for it. Um, let's go to Super Chats. Let's, let's do that. We got a couple there. Andrew Jacobs said, Hi, Mary and Brett. I finally listened to all 15 hours of you on whatever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. That show is garbage, but whenever you're on it, I'll listen every time. What is... Um... Thanks for putting yourself through that hell. Um, I I wouldn't personally. <laughs> um, in the chat, uh, Andrena says, uh, Amber is literally gorgeous. Yes, she's a very attractive woman. She absolutely is. She's just not a person you leave alone in your bed if you've upset her. That's just not something you do. There's like, you can be very attractive and be an utterly toxic and bad person. It's crazy with how many conversations we have to go through about privilege these days that pretty privilege is not one of them. Yeah. Like that's just one we've decided to ignore. That it's just a thing. Like you trust people more if they're attractive. It's yeah. yeah. It's proven. Yeah. Um, like or like uh, there's a really funny episode where like Booth and Brennan in Bones where like they go to like a car dealership to talk to someone and like because Booth is like a street smart person, he just inherently understands why people why things work in the world. He can't always explain it, but he he gets it. And he's explaining to her why like why you want to buy a car from like a virile man. He's like, because you want a guy who makes you feel all safe and protected. And he's explaining all these reasons. She goes, that makes literally no sense. And the car dealer goes, in the car dealer goes, no, I think he's correct. Yes. Like he, everything he said makes perfect sense to normal people, but makes no sense to somebody who's analytically inclined. I wonder if Elon Musk just makes his decisions on a different wavelength than everybody else. I mean, they're always attractive yeah. women yeah. that he goes for. I just don't understand why he doesn't want to have children naturally. <laughs> yep. Like he's less interested in sex than he's into Ooh, just procreating scientifically. Here's a hot take. It's not a super chat, but Jedi Mind Trick 75 says Depp's lawyer was hotter than Heard. I did find Camille Vasquez to be quite attractive. She's not more attractive than Amber, though. No, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, those are different things. Mm -hmm. Hollywood beauty and then, uh, but very pretty for a lawyer, though. Mm -hmm. Kyle Bose, I, I think that's how you say it, said Contributin. Also, I got LASIK, went crazy well. Oh, excellent! Well, there You've you got go. Got an endorsement. That's that's good. Uh, you guys will have to let me know it's if you think that it's it's a good idea. Ten dollars I... and sixty nine cents to Brett's LASIK fund. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Ten sixty nine. Nice. Yes. There you go. Carnell said, "Hey PCC, I have a suggestion for a poll question. Who do you think has the higher glasses prescription, Gary Nerdrotic or <laughs> Brett's? Uh, do, I mean, does the, does the height, does the how high it is matter? Does it matter whether you're like nearsighted or farsighted?" Cause like they mean me, like whose whose vision is yeah. worse? Like I can I can skate a little bit without my glasses in the daytime if I had to, but I can't read anything like yeah that far away. Like I can't I can't read the back of whatever it says in the back of this camera in front of me. Not not in any real way. So yeah, so. if I didn't have my contacts in right now, I wouldn't be able to read any of the super chats on the screen in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> Carnell or sorry. Um, 
it's over 9,000, said, I feel like the kind of people who are quick to say, it's just a prank, why do you care so much, might as well have that engraved on their tombstone. I might actually put that on my gravestone. That's like it's just a, a prank, bro. Bro, why do you care so much? Uh, let's, let's hold off on the rest. We will come back. Uh, and okay. just an update, guys. I did put a poll up today. Speaking of that previous Super Chat, I put a poll up that asked you guys, uh, I said, how did I phrase it here? I said, uh, walking into a stranger's house for TikTok clout. Either it's A, a crime, or B, it's just a prank, bro. And so far, right now, 96% of you say it's a crime. I voted it's just ah, a prank, bro, because, because I'm a contrarian. Because Mary has to be the contrarian here today. All right, guys, let us move on, shall we? So, there is a play going on in the UK right now. It's called Tambo and Bones, and it is a satire on race relations that is being done. And they are doing what is called an all-black a blackout show, which is an all-black audience that aims to explore race-related issues free from the white gaze. It's being accused of setting a dangerous precedent, according to the Daily Mail. Well, shocking, right? They're having a blackout event to create, quote, safe and private space for all black-identifying audience to explore race-related issues. This just sounds like inviting people who aren't black to simply identify as black mm -hmm. in order to, to troll and get into the show. Um, so I hope somebody does that. It, it's yep. odd because I'm pretty sure that like, it, it's weird coming from the crowd that says like race is just a social construct that they behave as if it's real all yeah. the time. Um, they say a blackout night is the purposeful creation of an environment in which an all black identifying audience, they say identifying audience, uh, can, can experience and discuss an event in the performing arts, film and cultural spaces free from the white gaze. Well, can, can then remember Mary, I am not, I am a person of color according to the, to, to the national coalition of color people because I'm Slavic. Do I get to participate in this? I don't think so. I don't think it would inform my, I don't think my life experience would inform that, but I'm also not from the UK. Well, you know, Slav comes from, or the word slave comes from the word Slav yeah. because Slavic people have been enslaved globally mm. so much for centuries. And, and by the way, guys, they, they, they get around this. If it sounds like they're committing a crime, they get around it by basically saying that you can come, you're just not encouraged to yeah. do so. Yeah, it says no one is excluded on their website. Yep. But it's clear that if you're white, you will be asked to leave. Yes. Um, and how do you have a how do you have the discussion if you're only having like isn't one of the things one of the ideas that we should have in a liberal society that we have disagreements, arguments, and moments in which we agree with people who look different than us, who've come from different worlds, different life experiences, and certainly different skin colors. How do you have that conversation? I guess the argument here would be that it's only for one night, therefore it's not all the shows, so it should be okay. Like, that's I'm, I'm trying to follow their logic here. This desperation to be free from the white gaze, it actually just sounds like you care more about what white people think of your play than what black people think of it. That's what it sounds like to me. I It's like I feel more self-conscious oh, when I'm performing in front of white people than non-white people. And that means you think that white people's opinions are more important. Yeah. Also, by the way, um, they have the, the, first the first black PCC there. They have their own PCC. It's the police and crime commissioner. Uh, Love that. Yes. So. He said uh, he strongly urges organizers to cancel the blackout event. Quote, society is richer and stronger when an understanding of each other's cultures and stories are shared and heard. However, I believe the blackout concept runs contrary to this education and enrichment ethos. 
And this police commissioner is black, by the way. Yes, he is. But I think it's because he comes from a different generation that he doesn't understand. It was the 90s, Mary. Yeah. He, <laughs> That's literally what it is. It was the 90s. He's, yeah. He doesn't understand what the millennials involved in this performance are. Also, by the way, for, they which think, is division. They think uh, they think when you said white gays, they, all they can hear is like white gays. Yeah. <laughs> in the chat. Yes. Chat. Well, that's what I think of when they say male gays, too. Yeah. Yep. It says, well, no, well, former number 10 race advisor, race advisor. Samuel Kasumu endorsed uh, the comments 100%. Former politician Sir Trevor Phillips described the blackout as completely lawful. Yes, it is lawful. Is it right? I I certainly wouldn't want this to happen with something huh. that I created. I would want everyone to be able to experience, but I guess it's not a fair argument to make because I wouldn't be making a satire on race relations and clearly their life experience is different than mine, but I think you set a day for a, a very difficult a very very dangerous precedent by doing stuff like this. There's only been one attempt at a satire on race relations um that I've actually found insightful or entertaining and mm. it was the movie Get Out. Um, have you seen that movie? Yep. I like. I thought that was actually done well. It was the only of his fil- of uh, of his films of the director's films that I really of. Um, what was his name? Um, uh, Peel. Oh, Jordan that was Peel. Jordan Peel. It's the only okay, one yeah. of his movies I was I didn't yeah, really care and then, for the others. You know his following films uh, from Jordan Peel. If you don't like it, you're labeled racist. Yep. If you didn't like Nope, but the satire you were on it, racist. which is funny because the satire on that film is right up the alley of what he's trying to explain there. Exactly. Uh, you know, I would have voted for Obama a third time if I could. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I think maybe in the UK it's different. They don't have the same history Bla- with race. Blazing Saddles would be another good example here in uh, in America of like something that mm. satirizes that, but. Uh, you know, it's it's just it is different there because they they have like I'm I'm guessing most of the black people in the UK are just immigrants from Africa. Yeah, like usually that's what I would assume. And in, and in America, America, it's different because African Americans you literally cannot find I would guess a single African American person that does not have a significant white ancestry with like at least 20 to 30% white blood. Uh, And Mighty Rax is right, Tropic Thunder um, is another Mm-hmm. Good, that has a good sense. Uh, recently, Ben Stiller also came out. Condemned. Ben Stiller came out and said, "I yes. refuse to apologize for Tropic Thunder." I mean, he, I also watched this hilarious video where he tries to explain how he got to do the his role as the bad guy in the movie Heavyweights, which is a movie, a literal movie about a kid's fat camp <laughs> in the nineties. And he's like, he's like, in Disney, basically, just let me do whatever the hell I wanted. And it's this dark character. In this I watched movie. that movie. I liked it. It's amazing. Um, I think that Americans are more able to laugh at themselves in general they have to be which makes them better at making jokes about race uh and it's also fair to point out that now in america race racism racism is really considered part of the original sin of slavery which Mm -hmm. are inextricably linked now in our culture which is why it's so hard for a lot of people to talk about it because on one hand everything they're talking about makes perfect sense right it's the way it was taught on the other hand it's not like any of us were the ones that perpetrated that well, it's it's, a, it really is original sin it's bizarre that this is this is the focus now because i know that every person is descended from yeah. slaves yep. every person on the globe is descended from slaves that's a fact because it's been prevalent for all of human history 
mm-hmm. and every race and every nationality of people. So it says, uh, and I've... also the yep. African Americans because of their white ancestry are also descended from slave owners. Yeah. Usually more often than white people are because white people that are descended from, uh, European economic migrants are not descended from slave owners. It's more likely that a black person in this country is descended from a slave owner than a white person. And also, especially depending on the region you live in. Wasn't there a play that we talked about in Toronto and Ontario that was also did something like this, did a blackout night where, and then that got protested and then taken down, then they ended up not doing it. And that's also bizarre because, again, Canada doesn't have the same history that the U.S. has. It's really funny, too, because it really goes down to language. Like, we just, it's like when, like, when you change the term colored person to person of color, it's like they've suddenly changed what it means. Calling it a blackout night is not, doesn't mean it's not segregation. It just Mm -hmm. means that it's soft segregation, if such a term was to exist, in which you say, sure, you're allowed, but you're not wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, what if we had like whiteout nights that are for white people to convene Sponsor- and talk about their white guilt? Sponsored by Bic, actual like that- whiteout. <laughs> that would be racist in and of itself. Yep. It um, well, the, uh, what was it? Um, one of the one of the bigger colleges just had an all black graduation. Um, I mean, there are they do that. I mean, there in, are historically black. This wasn't. This, that's not what this was. This was at a regular college. Yeah. Um, but they they were talking about it recently, but. I just, it's also, it's also tiresome. And it's just like, I, I talk to people every day and it really does make me sad that we live in a world now where I'm actually, I feel like when, when I talk about wanting to, wanting to raise up the importance of the individual, the, how, how much I care about the concept of every person is an individual with their own life experience who has done and said countless things that I take into account when I judge a person. I don't judge them by the color of their skin. I want to see every single person as a unique entity that I have to make a value judgment on if I'm going to allow them in my life, if I'm going to talk about them, if they're going to be my friends. I don't want to see people as large swaths of a community. I want to see everyone for the individual that they are. And I actually see people now and it makes me sad, whether you believe, whether you agree with me or not, that think of me as naive for that, for, for wanting that. And perhaps that's true, but I don't think that it's less than noble. I don't think that makes me stupid for wanting to see people that way. But it's like on all sides, you get bludgeoned by people telling you you can't do that anymore. Whether it's people that agree with you or disagree with you. They just agree with you or disagree with you for, for various reasons. It's very tiring. Um, I wouldn't call that naive on the individual basis. Like that's how you, or, that's honestly how I think everyone should act, obviously. Don't pass judgment on people because of their immutable characteristics. But when it comes to talking about generalizations and talking about groups, it's naive to, for instance, think that uh, in the interests of you know, unity found through diversity, we should welcome people from third world Islamic countries into European nations. Because how has that worked out for us? Like that's a form of naivete or pathological altruism. Um, But obviously that's how you should react when you're just interacting and interfacing with people who are different from you on an individual level. And white people aren't the only ones who are interested in that. I think this is a very, this is representative of a very... Uh, niche group of people who are 
solely interested in furthering division. Makes me sad, uh, especially because it speaks to the importance of uh, of channels like this that talk about it. Because this is where these ideas they're born out of the universities and they're propagated through the arts, right? So uh, you know, not everyone's going to follow some British politician to get their information, but they might go to a play, they might go to a movie. So these ideas are born out of elitist universities, sold to people who go to the elitist universities who then go work in the arts. Like we were talking the other day, we said, it's a shocking, like people think that actor, like there's that old trope that actors are dumb and that people in Hollywood are, uh, are buffoons. They're not. Most of these people go to four-year school. You know, they get a degree. A lot of them go to prestigious universities because they're, they come from, basically in America, it would be like our own version of royalty, right? A lot of them are from rich families that, uh, that become part of like the oligarchy that is Hollywood now. And that's their own thing. And they're pushing these ideas that are so stupid they could only be born out of college, right? Who is it that said that? It's like an idea so dumb. Only it could only be believed by someone at a at a at a university, whatever. Someone who's paid just to research. Yeah, like it's just it blows my mind and it makes me sad. But this type of stuff. Um, ooh, in the chat, pretzel bending. I I was watching a video earlier about um, that's a, a term for somebody who thinks outside outside of the box. What? Um, I was looking at this thing. This guy makes his views like here are some terms that I think people that we need to bring back, and it's a bunch of like old school terms that are great. One of them was pretzel bending. Okay, fantastic. All right, we got a we got a couple of super chats there. Uh, Deuce Boogaloo said, "I'm once again asking for my cat Amy to be featured on Cute of the Day. Made my submission like two weeks ago." Um, my friend, uh, I went probably looked, make another. Post. Yes, I went through and looked just just after I read that chat and I was not able to find it. If you could resubmit it on Twitter, tag me the show and put in hashtag PCC pets with your own little, you know, everyone's including something about their pet. That's adorable. They're like, he's so insulting. or an insult. Yeah. So it's like a backhand. Please compliment. include an insult as well. A backhanded yeah. compliment. Yeah. Burgundy Blue said, started watching your guys' content yesterday. I found you through the Whatever podcast with John Doyle. You're pretty entertaining. Have either of you considered making a solo channel about politics slash society? Have you considered that? Um, look, I get enough of politics like adjacent here. I find most of it to be unbelievably draining and frustrating. I, I take my chances. Like whenever I get to go on IRL, that's like whenever I go on IRL, that's my fill of politics for a period of time. After that, I would rather just take in what I take in while we're doing our research for this show and add the points in when we get there. I may, I, I would like maybe someday to be able to do more content that are, that have more to do with like in entertainment at large, not just the kind of socio-political landscape of entertainment, which seems to be where most of our focus is. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I've considered becoming more active on social media with like content talking about like social issues since we don't cover a lot of those on yeah. the show, but, um, like, there's a lot of stuff that we've kind of learned how to talk to about. Seen. Like we're going to talk about the TikTok stuff that probably wouldn't have been something we covered a year ago, but there, it is so part of the culture now. Mm -hmm. that like whether it's TikTok, social whether it's media. Twitch, it's social media, we get into some of that stuff too, which is which is good. Gordon Shumway said Elon probably runs a program that predicts how their children would look like. That is of course after he checks their medical records. Yep. Uh 
yeah he must have like geneticist advisors <laughs> like a board of advisors on how to pick his next baby mama um it's a very complex process I can't pretend to understand it myself. I guarantee he's like, well, they have those, they have those programs where you can like, look at like, right. He like face apps. Yeah. Different. Like where it's like, what would it, what would our child look like in assuming they're even interested? He probably developed the program. It must be a pretty big financial incentive to have a, an IVF baby with Elon. They're just like, let me get the, that Elon money. You're not even, yeah. It's like, you're not even in a relationship. You're just his surrogate. Yeah. That's very strange to me. Yeah. I, I think it's like very sinister, maybe, to be honest. No, maybe what it is, maybe he's just like the world's best, uh, like he sends the best good morning texts. He's like, Elon is actually a, that he's a able super to split ultra, his attention that many ways. He's Brett. got a, he's got a, he's got like a, he's a, an AI boyfriend. He's got a, he's got like a, 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 a group chat with all the women. And he just sends oh. one text to he, all the he's women. Got he's got an Elon AI yeah. boyfriend service. Like the girl, like the girl who's mm -hmm. got the, the AI who has created the AI girlfriend, Karen AI. Mm -hmm. yep. Jedi mind trick said for Brett's excellent taste in women. Oh, well, yes. Thank you. I think it was in reference to we were talking about Camille Vasquez. And people were like arguing with us about Taylor Swift. Like, there's nothing to argue about. She's, She's just attractive. Yep. Burgundy Blue said, Brett is a Slav, very based. Are you Polish by any chance? I ask because I'm half Polish, half Albanian. <coughs> um, yes, I am. I'm Polish on my dad's side and I'm Croatian on my mom's side. Uh, I'm sorry, I switched those around. I'm, I'm Polish on my mom's side. I'm Croatian on my dad's side. So, yes, uh, that makes me, according to the National Coalition of Colored People, I am, in fact, a, a person of color. So I am a diversity hire here. That's what I am. So true. James Orenthal Wen said, people of color out night doesn't slap the same. <laughs> doesn't quite hit the same, does it? White out night, though? That I could get down with. Sponsored by Bic. We'll have, to, we'll have to see if they can get that going. All right, guys, we're moving on. We're going to get going. We're going to talk about the fact that Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny has the lowest rating on Rotten Tomatoes of all the Indiana Jones films, which is interesting because I actually recently rewatched um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it's shocking how good it is compared to the stuff that comes out these days. Did you watch the Dial of Destiny? Or? No, it's not out yet. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so I, I so like it's like I, it's shocking. This is just the critic yeah. score, and I, I don't know if I ever saw the Shia LaBeouf one. I, I don't think I did. I was in, I was doing a lot of bad stuff at that time. I might have saw it, and I don't remember <laughs> it. I don't think that's what happened. I don't think I saw it. Um, but it says uh, it's got a fifty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, and theoretically they should love this because one, it's technically Disney. Uh, two, it's got Phoebe Waller Bridge, so yeah, yeah, feminism. Three, you know, it's, it, we'll go back. It's Disney. They love Disney over there. So it, it's got a 52%, but now not 52. It is lowered to 50%, which means it's rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, why do you think that is? Be, because it's, for, okay, actually, you know what? I, my, my guess would be that the critics didn't know what they wanted from something like this. Meaning like, do they want a full-on feminist film to, so that they can say, yeah, girl boss? Or did they want it to be a classic Indiana Jones film? In which case, I, I question the intelligence of making this movie in his 80s and then having to use de-aging software for part of it. And then he's just, let's face it, Harrison Ford is a fantastic actor, but he's probably better off doing roles that aren't connected to past roles because then you just see that you're not the person you used to be. Well, right? if you wanted to go the girl boss route, I would always say 
come up with your own franchise yeah, well, instead of hijacking an existing one and then see how that performs. Well, they, they never but have the, they never have the guts do to do that. this. But here, here are some of the, the reviews. This, it's funny here. This is from a positive review. This says, what's vexing is the nagging feeling that there are much better Indiana Jones films buried in there somewhere, but it would require a feat of archaeology or at least a rewrite and some judicious editing to excavate it. That was from a review that's labeled positive. Really? Yes. Uh, it says fun isn't the most accurate way to describe its excessive antics. There's a never, there's never a dull moment, but all the globe trotting hullabaloo does verge on exhausting. It it just feels like most of what the reviews I read said it goes from action set piece to action set piece with none of the heart that the original films had. And I just don't know if it's possible. Oh, we got a twenty dollar one right there. Uh, that was from Burgundy Blue. Or sorry, from Thundercat. Yes. Random thought. Random thought. But kids today have no idea about the classic game show. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Nineties culture needs a strong resurgence. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yes, very correct. I have no also, idea ghost. What that is. Also, Ghost Rider. Nineties uh, culture PD. does in. <laughs> and Mary, 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 this is where you. We get just to tell got a new Indiana Jones film, and you think we need another resurgence? Like. It, you can't force it. It's Here, not going to come back. And here's the thing, Mary. Uh, what they're talking about is a, is a Channel 2 show. So it's a PBS show, which means that you get to tell everybody never been how evil PBS, PBS is. Because no. it's evil. Mm -hmm. Right? Barney, evil. It's, it's government programming. So. Uh, it says, an adventure that, despite stripping itself of all fan service uh, air feels uh, of all fan service air feels simulated and forced. Of course, because you're taking an 80 year old dude and trying to plug him into a role that he excelled at when he was much much younger. Well, you're also and the culture to, was different. Yeah, you're trying to take a how many years old yeah. franchise at yeah. this point? What is it? Listen, how many how many decades? Oh God, four decades now. Four decades right? yeah. well, old yeah. franchise. Yeah, and trying to make four. that young again. Yep, and. The nostalgia just ain't hitting. Nope. Like, make something new. It's a disappointing facsimile of what of much better Indiana Jones films that preceded it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it, it just is what it is. And then they get into talking about uh, de aging and the whole process yeah. of de aging here, right? Did you see a bunch of people talking about Phoebe Waller Bridge uh, being ugly on Twitter? They were no. like all insulting Phoebe Waller Bridge and saying that she's not like pretty enough to be a, a film star. You know, she's we're just, all the wall tweets. She's just all she's just a, a woman. I, I, I pass no judgments I think on her. I think she's really pretty. All the I'm, I've only seen recent pictures of her with a haircut that I don't think frames her face very well. And that I think she's just not like yassified yeah. enough for today's tastes. But yeah. she has like a classic look to her. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of see what you mean there. Like, yeah. uh, what's her name? Jane Tierney. She um, doesn't look fake. Yeah, she, she looks like a natural beauty. So um, how do you think that the de-aging was done? Do you think it looks... No, I think it looks good. good. Uh, I, I think so, actually. It does. I like, really it's, do. It's, uh, I, I think that... I mean, it, Marvel and Disney excel at the de-aging. Uh, I, I always thought that um, Sam Jackson looked good when he was de-aged. Uh, especially in that photo right there. And there's... Again, I've only seen the trailers. I haven't seen the film yet. So in the scenes that I saw there, very reminiscent of what I saw the first time I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's just so ironic that we're only de-aging the classic male movie stars because of the drought of masculinity in Hollywood, and we can't recognize that as the root of the problem. Do you think they're going to um, do it with the women eventually, too? I No, because you can always cycle those out. Just find new women? Yeah, they, that's they're what they're doing anyway. There are already young female actresses out there in their 20s and 30s. Um, 
<laughs> they asked Harrison Ford what he thought of the de-aging at a press conference for the screening, and he said, I know that that is my face. It's not a kind of Photoshop magic. That's what I looked like 35 years ago. Because Lucasfilm has every frame of film that we've made together over all these years, and this process, this scientific mining of the library, this has to be put to good use. It's just a trick unless it's supported by a story and it sticks out like a sore thumb if it's not honest, it's not real. I mean, emotionally real. And so I think it was used very skillfully. Yeah. But we'll never know if they actually did more than de-aging and, and really um, deep faked emotions onto his face. Yeah. They wouldn't have to disclose that. It's 40, it's, it'll be 42 years old this year, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, so. Like, why don't we have anything, anything that will be cherished 42 years from now? Is there okay? Here's a good nothing question. Nothing new is going to be cherished 42 years from now. Are there any movies that? Yeah, no, I want to ask that question. Nothing. You don't think there's chat? You guys let us know. Are there we any? We don't movies? have evergreen, uh, truly beloved new franchises. Yeah. In this day and age, what are we going to do? Fast and Furious. This is not sustainable. Fast and Furious 40 years from now, when Dom is in a wheelchair, it's, racing like, wheelchairs. Family. <laughs> Yeah, like the way that Hollywood is going, this is not a sustainable path. Yeah. We can't just keep, and, and it's the fact that all the content sucks and the fact that we don't have masculine yeah. movie stars anymore. Like, well, that's, that's, that's why I keep saying we need, Alan Richson needs to get all the work. The dude is a Chad. The dude is tall. How old is he? He's in his 30s. He's my, he's, okay. he's like, he's a little, I think he's a little bit older than me. He's either a little bit older or a little bit younger than me. But he's, he's. They're also citing Robert Pattinson as one of the last no. male movie stars and, no. it, or like the youngest male movie stars. And he's 37 at this point. So he's already getting I mean, up there. I, I, just, I, I do believe that whether you like, whether you think they're masculine or not, because they're not Timothy Chalamet no. and, but they're movie stars. They are movie stars. Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland are movie stars. Sure. Even if they're not masculine. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm more so talking about like star power plus true masculinity, like hair on his arms. Like you can't fake that. I, it's not a wide shot, but I'm sorry. This dude is the living embodiment of the Chad meme. He has become the Chad. They, they've like put something in the water. Yeah. Like Gen Z and millennials, are they look different yeah. than like at the same age, they look younger. Here, than here you go. Here's, here's a picture of him from, threes. here's a picture of him from, from Reacher. The, yeah. the, that's, he's enormous compared to everyone else. Mm -hmm. Like he's, he could be an action star. Yeah. He could. If, yeah. If they needed him to be. Like and he's and he's he's a good actor and Henry Henry Cavill's muscular, so he's he's like Henry Cavill's up there. Even like when they talk about it, like Ben Affleck when he played Batman got ripped to do that role. Like, is anyone under fifty yeah. considered young now? That's uh, there, that's, that's kind of crazy to me. <laughs> like, if you're in your forties, I wouldn't consider you like up and coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, There's no one new on the scene like in their twenties or like early thirties. Well, I, let's see. That fits the bill. Alan Richson was born, it doesn't, oh, 82, so he's older than me. So he's born in 82. Yeah. So he's 40. Like, I just 40, don't. 41. There, who, who's under, like, 35? Yeah. Oh, there's a, a. Deuce Boogaloo said, Alan Richson is not a Chad. That's a Thad. <laughs> yes. Blue Mountain Thad State. Thad Castle. <laughs> 
Blue Mountain State forever. Yeah, Blue Mountain State forever. Uh, yeah, he's he's both. We'll say he's both. You have to see. You guys have to see him in in the Fasteners. It's so funny because he's like he's a combination of just enormous compared to everybody else, but he's also got like this perfectly done hair and his beard looks like it's trimmed with a slide ruler. Like it's it's fantastic. Like he he looks like he could play both very very good superheroes because he can, and he looks like he could play just as good a villain. And he's like, he's very very or maybe is is he just muscular because there's so much less of that in Hollywood? But he I would stands argue out because there's a drought of that. But look. I would also argue that most of the men in Hollywood are in good sh like they're in good shape. They're just not masculine, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah, like one of the things Tom Cruise gave an interview in like 1996 where he said the number one advice he would give most actors he goes get in shape and stay in shape because first of all you're in a visual medium. And you need to look Wait, who good. Said that? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Said get get in shape and stay in shape because one, you're in a visual medium. It's going to inform your ability to get roles. Two, it's going to it's going to affect your confidence. I was watching an old episode of something else recently, and this actor who's playing he's playing like a flubby lawyer. He's like a left wing lawyer activist who's there to like bail out some like some bad guy like there's some like protesters mm -hmm. i don't remember what the show is and like he talks about how he got beat up by a cop and he takes his like he takes his sweater vest off and his shirt to show them the bruises and the dude's got a full six pack and in and defined pecs but the dude's flubby and like oh, they dressed him in a way that makes him look like a you know like he's non-threatening mm -hmm. i think most of a lot of those men in hollywood would have what you'd call like a swimmer's physique Okay. Like they're in shape, but they're not masculine. Sure. If that makes sense. And not, I'm not saying that swimmer's physique isn't something that masculine people have. I'm just saying that they're portrayed that way because they're, it's aesthetically pleasing, not ma not bulky. We, uh, we need to just give actors TRT at this point. Just to put it in their food. Just, yeah, like start sneaking testosterone into Timothy Chalamet's diet he says he can't figure it out he's like why am i why is my voice getting deeper <laughs> didn't tom cruise also say stay the hell away from the the marvels oh yeah he said uh, stay, he said stay away from superhero movies or superhero yeah. franchises yeah I that mean, was he's much right much later. he's right and also something that marvel makes Jason a habit Momoa. of doing is like grabbing flubby actors and then making it a marketing ploy to yeah. like have them get in shape for their movies uh camille nanjiani for and, in Marvel, uh, even yep. Chris Pratt would fit that yep. that bill because he he was like chubbier before. Yep. Uh, Jason Momoa is still a, a buff dude. I actually felt like they had him get a little bit out of shape for the Fast and the Furious role. Like he had some paunch that is definitely not normally there. Or they just didn't enforce it. But how old is he? He's in his forties. Okay. He's he's older. Like yeah. he's he's uh, he was in the original Baywatch. Yeah. In the in the nineties. So. That's, you know, it is, he, but he's got like the aesthetic and he's got the face, he's got a face born for Hall. Like that face is something that's, he's got a camera ready face. That's interesting looking. Like he, mm -hmm. he commands the screen. Gen Z is just like being raised on microplastics and endocrine disruptors and fluoride in the water and red dye 40 yep. <laughs> and iPad blue lights. It really like is something's just really profoundly messed up about about my generation. Like Maybe. we look, we all like male and female uh, in Gen Z look younger than previous generations did at the same oh, age. Oh, absolutely! It's very strange. And why is this not being investigated further? I really find it disturbing. Yeah. It's. I mean, a lot of it. People say it's the lack of like they just don't have the hardship that previous generations had. Is it just that? They're not like, going is to it war. the nurture? Yeah. 
or like, or is it nature? I don't know. Like I I don't know if that's the answer, but a lot of people say like, look, if if people went to war more, they would, uh, they you know, because that's the thing. You look at a lot of old actors, and you're like, wow, that guy looks old. He's like well, in his thirties. War is not good, but <laughs> like maybe we should sanction controlled environments of uh, simulated danger for See, young men these days total like he's got the facial hair he's got everything going for him yeah give the guy all the action roles we, we just don't uh it, it's almost like you're not allowed to be masculine in hollywood now no you're not like the door on that is closed uh or they let it for a few like listen that's why the fast and furious gets what it deserves the success that it gets right because they allow the men to be masculine men brie larson doesn't come in and emasculate dom mm-hmm Dom just gets to be there and be the... Uh, she would the, in real life. Probably. But. You know, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, like, I just, I don't know if it ends up, if if any of this ends up changing. God. I actually they thought it was interesting. Him, he, look, Harrison Ford is 80 years old, yeah. and they asked him if he was interested in further installments yeah. of this franchise. He is 80 years old. They're like, when you're dying... He's going to be on a ventilator, and they're going to be wheeling him out for another installment. Of Indiana Jones. I mean, he clearly said that he's not interested. He said, is it not evident? I need to sit down and rest a little bit. Like, <laughs> is it, can I die in peace? Yeah, please? you're literally like, like knocking down this man's door for his next role. And he's just like, he's, he's past his prime. Yep. The, the wall exists for both sexes. Maybe you could say it's later for men, but like 80 is definitely past that. Like he's beyond the hill. Yeah. It's over. Yep. And the fact that they would even ask that question just shows how desperate we are for real masculine actors now. So uh, I don't know if it's I don't I really don't know if it's coming. And uh, what's interesting is like one of the actors who's in this franchise uh, is Jason Statham, and he's kind of an example, an earlier example of someone like he's a masculine dude, but he wasn't super over the top buff. He's just mm-hmm. a normal looking dude who with the shaved head, and he pulled off. I love the tra- I love the first two Transporter movies so much. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. As far as Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, we'll go. Like, I, I think we'll go and see it. But I don't have high hopes for this at all. L- not much like I don't have high hopes for um, for The Little Mermaid on Thursday. I mean, yeah, that, that too. <laughs> People are saying, like, uh, maybe more, maybe Gen Z should be playing more sports and doing, spending less time That's on TikTok. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, controlled environments mm-hmm. of simulated danger I'm not like I'm not about to play hockey endorse like sending young men off to war like I'm not I'm not pro military industrial complex yep. but um, like guys aren't even allowed to do that anymore nope. without like it's either women encroaching on men's spaces these days or men encroaching on women's spaces no one can have their own thing it's because they want to turn everything upside down and inside out like everything has to be in the interest of subverting expectations. Mm-hmm. Like that's why Fast and the Furious works because the guys are guys, the women are badass, but they're not. But they're not making the men look bad. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's. We got we got a couple of super chats there, one or two. Uh, Deuce Boogaloo, I think. I think he said, "Okay, Brett, I have a new celebrity crush. Her name is Grace Caroline Curry. She's in the Shazam <laughs> movies. She's absolutely hubba hubba a wooga. Ah, uh, yes, yes, she is absolutely hubba hubba a wooga. She she very much is. 
yes, everyone should go and I'm going to go watch it. I think that's coming out. Uh, I think Shazam is finally coming. Finally. It was like just a couple weeks ago. It's coming to HBO Max or just Max very soon. She's very pretty. If she's in the Shazam movies, you might have an age gap problem there. Uh, she plays one of the older. <laughs> okay. Uh, older ones. James Orenthal Wen said Pratt was a high school wrestler who let himself go post high school. So you're, you're saying many he, such cases. If he was, if he didn't become an actor, he would have ended up being a used car salesman, thinking about his glory days, his football salad days. I'm telling you, man, I'm I'm loving, I am loving Veronica Mars so much uh, because I of how tell. unrealistic the. First of all, they don't even bother to hide the fact that Kristen Bell looks nothing like a high schooler. She's so very she's not like she's not like a young looking 24 year old. She's a 24 year old who looks exactly her age in the show. Yeah. Like, I love it. Like, they don't even hide it. Like, that's I wasn't saying this to insult her. She doesn't have a girlish face. No, no. She just looks like an adult. Like, she's like <laughs> talking to her dad. I'm like, this just looks like two adults talking to me. But that's most teen dramas yeah. anyway. Yep. Love that show. All right, guys, we are moving on. We have a menace. In our midst in society yes. right now. Do we not marry? Yes. There is a UK streamer slash TikToker. His name is Bakari Ogaro and he goes by the name Secret Mizzy. We'll That's just, a real we'll thing. We'll just call him Mizzy. And he's been on a rampage of clout chasing and criminal activity since at least the beginning of this year. Uh, and only recently has it gone viral. I'm sure you guys have seen the video of him invading someone's home in London literally just walking in the front door and sitting on this man's couch while his children are around the house, acting like it's just a prank, bro. Why do you care so much? Um, <laughs> and that, I said, could only happen in the UK where you're free from lethal consequences. Yes. But it's not just that. He's also uh, invaded the like back rooms of a Tesco <laughs> in the UK. He's made uh, videos called trespassing in as many shops as possible. He has gone into like the kitchens of takeout restaurants and stolen food from them while filming the employees. It's just a prank, bro. Uh, has also had a track record of harassing Jews. Uh, in one video, he can be seen sneaking up behind a Jewish man at a bus stop before physically pouncing on him. In another video, he is seen cycling while wearing a religious hat and declaring, quote, guys, I'm effing Jew. <laughs> He's just a menace, He also, man. he made a video where he uh, grabbed an elderly woman's dog and ran away with it. Yep. Um, <laughs> and he made another video uh, where he walked up to a group of young girls at a uh, train station, seemingly, and... He started petting a girl's hair, literally, and said, like, you have beautiful hair. It's so luscious. And then when her friends stood up for her and told him to stop, uh, he, he immediately said, do you want to die today? And he just kept asking her, if, do, do you want to die? Because I'll take you out right now. Like, he threatened to kill her. Um, He's a very bad Just a prank, person. bro. Let's, just let's, a prank, by the way. Uh, which one of these would you like to watch? At all of them. Let's let's watch the library one. Yeah, first. he's destroying some books at a at a library recently. As somebody claims this was staged, by the way. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Hey, Bree. Hey, you men are dragging it, bro. Trying to get me nicked out here. When I said rip a book in front of the people, them. Hey, fuck it. Let's just do it. Any book. Right, come, 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 cameraman. 
I think my favorite meme of all time is the one of Bigfoot and it says British people be like bigometer. <laughs> Big meter. I'm sorry. I'm let's go. Oh, excuse me, what can I um get a book here? Oh what a bad person did she just say it's tiktok here they go again the tiktokers again this is a repeat offense being criminals for views Good question. So do who gives a fuck about other people? Sorry. Okay. Adam, please? Cool. If I can get a book from the library, why can I rip the pages out of it? Maybe he just never got to the returning the book phase. <laughs> Maybe he just thought you were supposed to keep them. And he's just like, somewhere there's a library he grew up next to where he has just this enormous tab of books he never returned. He's got overdue fees out the yin-yang. He has other videos on his now banned YouTube channel. One is titled, Deliberately Filming in People's Faces. He also uh, snuck into a theme park and got caught by security. Um, he did bus surfing, which is basically like getting on the top of a, a public bus and filming himself. Um, he snuck into uh, high schools of his subscribers, which is also illegal. Creep and very creepy. <laughs> and creepy. Um, <laughs> another video, weirdly, is called uh, Trying to Be Nice to Everyone for a Change. <sighs> if only he could be in that mode mm. all the time. It's like the guy who does... Um... Who just polite catcalling? Yeah, like, like can yo, he do that? He's like, yo, girl, you look like you know your Wi-Fi password by heart. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is just proof that the it's just a prank bro mentality mm. only faces real consequences if you live in the U.S. We I talked about a YouTuber who was based uh, in the D.C. area, and he got shot at a mall while he was filming a prank video. Yep. And in his hospital bed, See, said I'm that he sorry. didn't regret it and that he's not sorry and that he's going to keep on going. Um, <laughs> but could have died from that. And Do what you in love. this case, we have a video of Mizzy just getting a stern talking to from a UK police officer. They're a joke, by the way, um, because UK police officers don't carry guns. Nope. <laughs> and they were merely explaining to him what trespassing is and that it's not allowed like to think that this guy doesn't know what it means to, yeah to yeah. think that this guy is breaking rules because he simply doesn't doesn't know that the rules exist is insane is just patently insane like oh yeah we just need to teach him that there are rules and then he'll follow them uh, uh it's a sign of just how far <laughs> the culture has fallen and what people will do for internet club uh-huh like a decade ago, you know, it would have been something else that they would have done to, to get their internet club. But now people are addicted to the likes, the shares, and the subscriptions. He goes, I've been making video content since I was eight. Well, yeah, he said that uh, he has considered content creation as a career path 
Uh, They're saying London cops do carry guns. I thought I thought cops in the UK didn't carry weapons or didn't carry uh, didn't carry firearms, but I could be wrong with that. I don't think they do, or not at least not all of them. Um, and he also gave comments to the Independent about the situation. He's now turned himself into police, and, and he's getting exactly and what he wants. Hashtag free Mizzy is trending, and and he's going to get exactly what he wants because he's going on Piers Morgan, mm-hmm. where Piers Morgan will be like, he's going to get uncancelled. Uncancelled. Um, he he said he cares less about whether he's receiving love or hate, as it's all about getting engagement. And quote, it's the fact that people are talking that is important okay that's the scary thing right there <laughs> he we're like we're developing a generation where like right now people are just worried about like like oh i don't want people to be mean to me oh my god i don't want to get canceled i don't want people saying awful things about me we're developing the next generation won't even care about that all they'll care about because they've been designed we literally are raising a generation of people designed you know like raised by the algorithm where they don't care whether you're saying something nice or bad to them yeah. Like they're gonna get married one day and they're not gonna care care whether their husband or wife said good morning or I hate you as long as they said something. Well, I think like at least with him being banned from TikTok and Instagram and YouTube at this point, he won't be able to monetize his crimes. <laughs> but um, he doesn't feel remorse. He said that he started to realize every time he, quote, upped the ante and did wilder videos, he'd garner more online engagement. So that's what he continued to do. Yeah. Controversy. He said controversy, even though it's not good, is the best way to blow up on social media. I always know outrage is going to happen. I know exactly what I'm doing and the consequences of my actions. He added, I tell people not to reciprocate what I've done. Well, I mean, you're just lucky at that point. It's a matter of time before somebody is going to put you in danger when you physically assault people um and now he's blaming racism for the response to his actions he said that because he is an ethnic minority he believes quote people are trying to slander me adding i'm a black male doing these things and that's why there's such an uproar on the internet if if logan paul was doing this to people he would be just as big of a moron I mean, he was canceled in a greater yeah. capacity than this guy is getting canceled. The, the the color of your skin makes no difference to me when calling you a moron for just invading the sovereignty of another person. If he's fully aware of what he's doing and the consequences, he's fully aware that he is maliciously playing the, the race card and uh, claiming victimhood afterwards. Yep. He knows exactly what that means and the weight that it holds. We were just talking about that. like. In the UK, they clearly have like huge sensitivities about race relations, and he's weaponizing that yep. for people's sympathies. And it's working because, I, as I said, there are people posting free Mizzy on Twitter right now saying that he's just misunderstood. One person said, poor chap got into some bad comedy avenues. Others didn't understand. He'll learn and move on from here. He would make a fine apprentice. We to are, think that he's just misunderstood. We are, we are in a delusion. Our society is in a delusional state right now. It <laughs> is. It's falling apart. Um, another person said he was arrested because he's black. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Like I said, that's a weapon that will be used for Legit, every case yeah. like this, and it will never go away. It's actually infuriating how well it will work Another in person said, uh, this is why this country has gone to shit. No one is appreciating how effing hilarious his content is. We're, insist- we're instead castigating him for breaking society's rules. Didn't kill or injure anyone. Leave the lad alone. 
He physically pounced on somebody. He, I don't care if that led to injury or not. He you went, deserve what gets he what went comes to you after to that. a person's home without their permission. You don't get to just walk in. In the U.S., that doesn't fly. We know uh, that. Like I'm too tired to care about. Like I, I, <laughs> I hope that. No, no, I can't say that on here. Play the, I can't play say the video of him in the train station, because I think that really shows that he's kind of a homicidal maniac. What? What? I'm going to show you from over there. I like your hair still. You got some nice hair. It's nice and luscious. The I'm way I'd be swinging. You're going to die. Huh? Why are you just smiling at me? Oh. I asked him a question, a serious question. Do you know that? No. Why? Why? Is this the woman he threatens to... Yeah. yeah. You sure? Yeah. I'll see you from over there. You're just looking like you wanted to die. Hmm? <laughs> when did we look at you? Well, you was looking at me this whole time. Do you know that? No, bro. Oh, bro. Bro. Gonna die, bro. Bro, don't even answer that right now. Is it serious, bro? You trying to answer the phone? He's a legitimately a criminal. Keep playing. Cool, you can wait, you can wait, bro. Gonna die, bro, because I can take it out right now, bro. What's wrong? Huh? What's wrong? I can take it out right now. Do you want to die? Yes or no? Half yeah. speak. I'm talking to you, bro. Yeah. You don't want to die. Swat me then. Swat. This is the worst part about this is that if you fought back and you punched him and you got in his face, you would go to jail. Well, he'd also, because he's male, he would be able to beat the shit out of these girls. Yeah. He's, obviously. He's an awful person. I hate watching, like, women get into situations like this and not stand up for themselves because it's not in their nature to. Yeah. Because women are so, like, conflict-averse by their nature, their biology. They they need to be defended and we don't live in a culture anymore yeah. where men are allowed to step into situations he, like this where they're obviously being threatened does he ever take his right hand out of his pocket yeah i don't see his oh there okay so it's in his pocket for the majority of that could be a but threat. you don't know you don't know what's in yeah. the pocket knife like. anything yeah could be could absolutely be a threat uh wow that is just that is disgusting they didn't even run because they were frozen in fear my hope is that like the people that said that stuff are were like burner accounts of his and there aren't actual morons out i think there. there are you underestimate the stupidity that it's on the internet right now I don't, and the and the no the I'm, race I'm, i said hustling. i'm i said i'm hoping i'm not saying i underestimate like, it it's just oh gosh um they're calling it a minor setback that he's been arrested yeah well, <laughs> bad comedy avenues Threatening people is a horrible comedy avenue, apparently. Asking someone, do you want to die? I'll take you out right now. That's just a joke. Dude, it's, it's just, just a, a joke, prank. bro. It's just a prank. It's just a prank. Done with this. Done with this garbage. <laughs> it's just nonsense, and I'm over it. It's just... Uh, the, the race card shit pisses me off the most because he knows exactly what he's doing, and it's, it's almost inciting violence at this point. Mm -hmm. We are almost at a sixth crisis party. I'm thinking of donating it myself. Do I get the money back if I donate it to myself? If we get a sixth crisis party, what happens next? Do we get to shave Brett's head? First of all, who is Brent and how am I naive? I, I said I hope. I'm not saying that I actually believe <laughs> that, the, that they're burner accounts. I understand that the world is full of morons and race hustlers. And this topic has just pissed me off. So I don't even want to fucking... Ugh. Yeah. It's garbage. And here's the thing. You can't, they, they take advantage of the fact that they have the ultimate weapon. It's either racism 
or it's uh, or he's t- he's picking on people smaller than him. Mm-hmm. And it's he gets to blame racism no matter what. If those were guys that he was picking on, and then those dudes stood up to him and beat the crap out of him after the, after he threatened them, they would then get in trouble for beating him up. And they know that the media would run cover for that for him, right? And say yeah. he's you know he was he's just misunderstood. He didn't deserve to get beat crime. up. This a lot of people were saying this. This is a person who isn't capable of feeling remorse for no, his he's actions, a sociopath. and he's openly admitted that. Um, and, and the media like, covers for a sociopath. Yeah, and a, a violent response from his violence toward other people is the only thing that he is able to understand. And it's what the, the society is preventing yeah. because they're going to run cover for him because our media is full of degenerates who want to inspire criminals and promote criminal behavior because they're pieces of garbage. I freaking hate the media. Not We've just in America, all over the world. Super it's garbage. from Perturbed Alpaca. Got that skin-tight armor, staged pranks. These are not. Yeah. I mean, maybe some of them were staged, but that almost certainly I mean, if was it's, not. It, it, and uh, the, he wouldn't have been arrested otherwise. Yeah. And his account's been banned from Twitter or from Twitch. Yeah. Or from uh, TikTok. I would say even if you're staging all of this, you still deserve consequences. <sighs> and he... He also claimed that he went to the, the family's house again after the home invasion What video. are they supposed to take from that other and than a threat? He said that he went to them to apologize. Well, he would have filmed that. If <laughs> he he'd... said he's not the kind of person to have regrets, but he does feel sympathy and remorse in this case, adding, I wouldn't do that again. He said it could have been the best or worst decision of my life. In what scenario would that be the best decision of your life to walk into a stranger's house? The, and sit there on were couch? kids there. It's so beyond not okay. And it, it makes the the man in the house, the father, look like such a beta that he was just sitting there and taking it. Yeah. Like, that guy... Well, like I said, what's he supposed to do? Like, But it, he could literally be prosecuted for defending himself and his family in his own home. That is what the government and what the media want in this country. They want the slow degradation of all... Uh, not just our country, but all over the world. Because this is not America. They want the slow degradation of polite society by eliminating your ability yeah. to defend yourself from people that have no desire to show remorse or care for another human being. It's the systematic destruction of society, all so that elitist douche canoes can gain power and weirdo TikTok douche canoes can gain clout. Do you have the um, the tweet pulled up from Silas Zanders? Uh, which one was that? The, I have the ketchup. I have emails. He's, um, it's the video where he's like getting the talking to from the police officer. I don't, think, I don't know if I ever got that one. I've got a bunch of the ones from the police station. Here, I'll send it to you. Um, but this is like the worst part to me. That they would think uh, an explanation is is the solution rather than just arresting this guy and throwing him in jail. I don't know. On today's what is this weird hat he's wearing as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> um, so basically, it's a morning. Uh, let's come to you. Is that your name? Yeah. Later, man. Yeah. Address on. Tip off. Get in the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So you're behaving to a detrimental effect of a uh, persistent or continuing nature on the quality of life of those who are looking at you and the conduct is unreasonable. 
So summarise here what you've done below. Basically. Oh damn! 11th of March 2023, came to uh, the massage. Angels. I'll read it. I'll read it. Can we just get to the sign? I'll read it. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. We need more Ians and less of this kit. You know that? In a world of in a world full of Mizzies and Ians, be an Ian. Mm -hmm. Don't be a Mizzy. So true. I don't. Let's do it. Thank you. And look at how like small he is in stature. Anyone could beat him up. Five past five, you went to body shop. Took down to your underwear. And you utilize a sample cream for dramatic attention to yourself. He's laughing in their face. He thinks it's funny. He's yeah, like. And getting thanked for his cooperation. Anyway, behind the counter, film a video. Trespassing, causing annoyance. Stole food from the cooking area. At 8.40 in the evening, we reached behind the counter to two bags of food in the delivery collection area, and then returned to a group and distributed food. 24th of April. He's listing like 20 different illegal offenses right now. And they're like, but we're not going to bring you to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done with it, Mary. It's just wild I'm to done. me. Uh, that's the culture. We are slowly falling into a degenerate, uh, farther into a, into a form of degeneracy that we can't seem to escape because nobody takes responsibility for their own actions in these cases. And people refuse to punish them because they're afraid of being called names. You were talking about this with like a, a skate park situation where like yeah. there have been people menacing. Yeah, and, and the cops basically uh, said, if you did anything to defend yourself, we'd have to arrest you. Because yeah. we live in a people culture. People starting physical fights, yep. throwing rocks at people's cars. Um, Taylor told me that she saw like someone getting into a fight uh, where they started throwing a rock, like a heavy rock at someone's head, which is attempted murder. Yep. And you still can't fight back or defend yourself or you will be the one that gets arrested. It's being done on purpose. They're trying to destroy polite society little by little. So even people in suburbs can't feel safe. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, eventually, it's just, it's awful. So, that's, that topic was more depressing than I thought it would be. It was all fun and games at first, and then I just got more annoyed yeah. as it went on. So Kind of right. a black pill. Uh, a little bit. Maybe, maybe not the best way to end the show. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, as far as this goes, I would rather see somebody like this get sent to jail. But that's just crazy, you know? Uh, is that too much to ask that you do that many things? He's an adult. He can make adult decisions that should have adult consequences. But no, we can't do that anymore. So it is what it is. Can't do much about it. Uh, guys, before we go, before we go, could you like this video? Subscribe to this channel. Leave a comment on the video so they can help us within the algorithm. Thank you very much. Again, we have passed 61,000 subscribers, so thank you for that. We are on our way to 75. We are going to hopefully get there sometime soon. With your guys' support, we can do that. Uh, Mary. Where can they find you? You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived or send me hate on Twitter at Mary Archived. I will not be posting prank videos on either one of those platforms. It's not a prank, bro. No, it's not. Uh, guys, tomorrow you have, you have spoken. Tomorrow I will wear no hat whatsoever people for the have entire... spoken this yeah. is what they want it's, you you have told us what you want you will you have you will get your wish i will do the show tomorrow with no hat on mary you'll have to think of something that they can uh 
that they can do if they, if you want to have some type but of But they want to torture you. Why you? Uh, well, <laughs> they haven't come up with anything for me. They like you better, Mary. Come up with a wager. Like I actually am open to suggestions. All right. All right, guys. Uh, if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dastavik on both of those platforms. I, too, will not be posting any type of prank video whatsoever. This show, Pop Culture Crisis, is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to listen to the audio form of this show, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. And if you'd like to follow Pop Culture Crisis on social media, we are on Twitter at Pop Culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis, and on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.